0: You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT. A fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. On Air with JT.
1: What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, as you know, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And again, thank you so much for all of your support. I really, really do appreciate it. You can listen to this show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and all of my links and platforms are there. You can also watch the full episodes and clips, behind the scenes, exclusive content at my YouTube channel. Just type in onairwithjt. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and everything is right there. And of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, and my new podcasts that are launching this year, then send me an email. Of course, serious inquiries only. You can email me at jt at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir.
0: You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. Caution. You are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT.
1: What's up everybody? You are listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, like always, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And like always, I'm here with my co-host, Madeline Haley Marquez. What's up, Maddie? What's up? What it what's do? up? What's up?
2: Just chilling, you know. Regular shit, everyday grinding, you know. Grinding.
1: Grinding. Man, it's been uh I said, man. <laughs> I'm so, I, I feel like that's, like, our relationship, like, in terms of friendship. It is, like, though. I like, I, 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 like, listen back to some of our episodes, and I'd be like, bro, bro, like, <laughs> like I, 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 don't, I don't even do it on purpose. It, 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 it's just, like, it's something that just, it just comes out, like. <laughs>
2: but what are you going to be like? Like, hey, girl, like, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think that's our relationship. <laughs>
1: yeah, Hey, girl. No. no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> This is so, so funny. but uh, Maybe
2: yeah. after Lizzie, I don't know.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, it's been four days since the last uh, episode. And I know that's kind of out of the norm, you know, especially Whoa. from what we've been doing, you know, since the beginning of season 14 back on January 9th of, you know, 2023. And uh, I've just been having, you know, me and Maddie have been doing a lot of work behind the scenes Um, And just trying to get guests and working out deals with brands and companies that, you know, I think that would be a great fit for the podcast. Um, And obviously, just like other behind the scenes, boring shit. I don't want to bore you guys to death. Um, But yeah, uh, there's been a lot going on, but I'm really excited. Of course, you know, we're back. It's a new episode um, on the 28th. I'm interviewing Alex Band, who was the lead singer of The Calling. Um, they his, He's best known for one of the best songs created, you know, in the early 2000s, Wherever You Will Go. Um, and I'm just really excited to interview him. And it's just so crazy because I've loved that song for years. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's crazy. And, mm-hmm. I, and I got a message back and, and their representation was like, you know he's he he's like happy to do the podcast and he's honored to do like he's honored to do my podcast like no like i'm on, I'm, I'm honored to to fucking talk to you and like because i'm a fan of you know your art and your, and your your talent and i only asked for 15 minutes you know and he was like they were like we'll give you up to an hour if you'd like
2: See, that's that type of management that I, that I can respect. Like that's the artist that I can respect, you know, giving someone who genuinely values his work, which you do. And, and I know I do, you know, it it just means a lot more than like how much, how long is this going to be? You know, it's like, it's like, I'll give you a whole hour, you know? So it's awesome.
1: Because usually when I, you know, reach out to people for interviews, you know, I know that they're, they're busy, you know, they're, you know, they're public figures, they got shit going on, you know, regardless if they're currently active in the, in, you know, in the industry, or if they're, you know, just trying to have some time with their family, or whatever it might be, you know, they, they got, they still got like a lot of shit going on, you know, just in terms of, you know, career aspect. Um, so I usually, you know, only ask for like 15-20 minutes, And that's why, you know, most of the interviews that you've, you know, if you guys have heard or watched that I've done, you know, usually they're around 15, 20 minutes, sometimes a little bit longer. And, you know, I've been lucky enough with a few, you know, people that, you know, and I only asked them for 15 minutes where it ends up going over 50, you know, 55 minutes, almost an hour. Um, and, And it's crazy because, we don't intend on doing that. It's just the the natural flow of the conversation and the interview. And then the next second you realize you're like, holy shit, we were only supposed to do 15 minutes and we just did 55 minutes. It's uh, you know, cool. It's, it's cool. And it, it also shows that like um, they're also, they're, they're also in, interested in having that conversation because, you know, they could have just been like, all right, you know, I got to go.
2: I, I mean, down, like, look, look at some of the, like... Final inter- countdown. <laughs> oh, man. No, nah, like, it's it's cool when they can feel like they want to be doing it. Like, you can see some of these artists in interviews that you know their management is making them do, and they're just sitting there like, all right, ne- next question. This is ridiculous. You know what I mean? And it just means a lot when artists, who, whoever, you know, comedians, it does whoever they are, has the time to to sit down and actually genuinely answer questions and be present in the moment. Yeah, definitely. And all your interviews seem to be like that, like, especially the ones that run longer. I mean, the, the short ones are obviously amazing as well, but the ones that run longer, you can see, like, the connection you guys are having within the interview.
1: And that's what I try and do, and thank you for, for saying that, you know, and I know I'm not the best at it yet, but, you know, that's what one thing that, you know... Howard Stern is, you know, why he's the greatest interviewer of all time is the fact that he, he can, you know, get guests, you know, even, you know, the most famous people in the world, you know, whether it's, you know, a Taylor Swift or Tom Cruise or whoever, it, you know, Denzel, to be to- totally, you know, vulnerable to obviously to a certain extent. But um, to open up and to share things and which, you know, most broadcasters, interviewers, you know, especially in like radio or TV can never even achieve, you know, 50 percent of what Howard Stern is able to accomplish in his interviews. And, you know, it's just it's crazy. That's one thing, you know, you know. Whether you like Howard Stern or not, and of course, you know, it's not the same Howard Stern as he was, you know, back in the day, but, you know, you can't take away the fact of how good he is at interviewing. Because if you watch and really analyze, you know, he is a tremendous interviewer, you know, he he knows, you know, obviously, you know, he's, you know, Howard Stern, so he, he can ask some more personal questions than maybe like, you know, me or, you know, you know, some other radio personality or podcaster. And and people also know going into Howard Stern interviews that that's what Howard Stern does. You know, that that's his, his thing. Um, But yeah, I've I've always been like amazed by that. Um, But yeah, so we have the Alex band interview Uh, Coming in a couple of days. I'm very excited. We have the interview on March 1st with multi-platinum songwriter, producer, Sam Hollander, um, which is just so fucking mind-boggling. And I'm just so appreciative that he's down to do it. And he's so nice and humble. And, you know, it's it's just... It's very... It's a very... It's crazy, not only because I got the interview with, you know, someone that's like a very successful, talented, like, musician, songwriter, producer, but just the, it's very ironic, you know, this, you know, a couple of the songs that he wrote, you know, it's kind of like my life story right now. It's very fucking weird.
2: (laughs) That's funny. It seems like things happen like that all the time, just like ironic things Mm -hmm. around the time that it's important. To recognize.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I mean, just in high hopes. I mean, like, you know, he wrote, they all, they all said it's been done, but they haven't seen the best of me. I got one more run and it's going to be a sight to see. I mean, that explains my return from coming back from podcasting and what I've been doing already. Like, it's fucking weird. And he he wrote that. Like, it's, I feel like
2: I, I can relate to that too, but not in the know, same a way. A lot of people can
1: relate to it, but yeah, but yeah. It, it just hits me harder a little bit just on a personal level. Yeah. Just like it does with everybody, but just from what I, what I'm doing and where I'm at in life and, you know, how I can resonate and relate to us that song, you know, it hits a lot di- different now than it did even before. And in our in, even before, it, you know, it motivated me, but like, now to be able to speak to the guy that, you know, wrote that and has, you know, wrote and produced, you know, so many songs. I mean, so many musicians, producers, songwriters, bands, rappers, you know, dr- you know dream of having a radio hit, uh, you know, on the Billboard Top 200, you know, or Top 100. Or, you know, if you get lucky, you get that Top 40 where you're, you know, really on the radio and the fact that, you know, he's done that for other artists 22 plus times, that's not an easy thing to do because, you know, it, it might sound and look a little bit easy, but you also have to understand from the songwriter, you know, perspective that, you know, when you're writing for someone else, you have to take into account their their personality, their emotions, their, their you know, who they are, their their voice, you know, and and you have to be very, you know, complex and, and very creative and diverse to be able to get into that kind of mindset where you can tap in and be able to make lyrics that that other person that's singing it or rapping it, you know, can relate to on a different scale. Like that's not an easy thing to do. And it's not an easy thing to do, to do obviously to get a billboard chart, you know, song. But the fact that again, he's done it over 20 times, uh, for other artists, you know, is a whole different level of, you know, achievement. Like, you know, it's so fucking hard to do.
2: Fucking legend. He, He, I was, uh, I was looking and I see that like he's from New York and he yeah. obviously uh, worked with like Panic at the disco and and Weezer. and that's just like so cool. gym class heroes, boys like girls, all time low, metro station. Holy shit. There's just so many people that he's worked with. and you're right. It's like train, ha- where did train, people come from, Daughtry that's so crazy it's like it's like these legends when I'm, I'm sitting there like 16 listening to all these songs and you have no clue the person really behind it like i know that like i talked about this before yeah. on another episode but I, i'm still mind boggled by like the producer thing like how it's just like this person that nobody sees but now we get to know like, i feel like we're like really trying to focus on talking to those people because it's really cool. It's, it's really cool talking to producers for sure.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Producers and songwriters, but you know, he, he also, cause he, he made, he produced, you know, Cupid's Chokehold for Jim Class Heroes, you know, take a look at my girlfriend like, Wow. and you know, 2008, you know, Rolling Stone named him the producer of the year. <laughs> um, so, and he's one, you know, Uh, several other awards, an ASCAP award, which is ironic because I was talking about ASCAP with you in BMI, you know, a couple weeks ago, whatever. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited, uh, very humble guy, honestly, really excited. Um, I I do got to also say there's some things I do want to, you know, talk about, Um, you know, shout out, obviously, to Michael Jordan, you know, he donated 10 million dollars um to a i believe it's a children's hospital um for his i think it was his 60th 60th birthday he donated 10 million dollars so you know shout out to mj the goat for uh helping out others um you know
2: oh the make-a-wish uh program that's what he was was it make a wish
1: i I, I forgot what specific foundation or charity it was oh that's
2: so amazing i i work with um this organization that had several children uh be able to fulfill their make-a-wish uh because the chronic disorder um foundation that I work with is all about like really making you be able to live with your uh illness and not let it stop you and it's just so awesome that Michael Jordan is is doing that that's wow the wow. 10 million dollars like that's a great present to give to yeah. somebody else on his birthday yeah. like <laughs> I mean,
1: have you ever heard this story with uh him and chameleon air
2: no what
1: you, you know chameleon air is, right? Of course. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if people know this. Chamillionaire is a very smart man. He took that money that he was making from you know riding dirty and all that shit, and he like now has like a portfolio in like you know uh, you know um, in, in California. He. In Silicon Valley, he he's like an investor and like he's worth like eighty million dollars and he obviously made, did not make that money from like music. So he turned the mus- the money he was getting into music, and he ended up like he's like a like a successful businessman. People don't even like know that, or nor do they are they giving him his flowers and like oh. I, I gotta say I I'm I'm gonna give him his flowers because you know that's a fucking obviously smart move and like I wish more. I wish, you know, more younger artists would, would see that, you know, that, that that's, you know, a smart move to do. Um, but, you know, long story short, you know, Chameleon Air, you know, explains the story about he was at this like after party or club or whatever it was. And this was like when like Chameleon Air was like really popping and, you know, Michael Jordan was there and you know chameleon was like oh shit like you know michael jordan's there but like do i want to be that guy and that goes up to him blah 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 you know like because i've always uh, i've always heard stories of how michael jordan you know has been you know people have said that he's kind of like an asshole at times um and you know long story short he goes over and asks him for a picture and i guess michael jordan replied back he said get the fuck out of here or something uh <laughs> you, you you ain't no bitch or something like you ain't no like bro yo, like yo you're savage bro. Like, he was, he was bro my, my, if that I was know. me, I, my ego would be oh my god, I would be crushed.
2: <laughs> I think I'd just start crying. Like <laughs> what did like, he just say? Damn, I,
1: I just got fucking roasted, toasted, marshmallow roasted by <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> this is publicly this in front of people. And he was, like, explaining, like, everybody was around him, and, like, they were all, it was, like, all, like, crooked silence, and then, like, someone had to, like, go over, and he was, like, don't worry about that. Like, that's just how he is. Like, I, <laughs> that must have been a crazy experience.
2: I don't know. Do you think that Chameleon Air looks like a small 50 Cent? Uh, just like a, a I, tiny... Maybe
1: when he was younger. I really haven't seen what Chameleon Air looks like now, but do you remember that when 50 Cent did that movie role and he had to lose a lot of weight.
2: Yes. That's what I'm talking about. He looks like a skinny, just like, I don't even, I don't know what his body looks like, but I'm looking at his face right now and I want to put a picture of chameleon in 50 when he's skinny like that for that role and, and everyone will see it. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> um, oh my You know, I, I've said on the podcast and I want to say again, you know, I like being vulnerable and open on the podcast or on social media and talking about my failures. And I know a lot of people don't do that, and I, and I can understand why. But for me, you know, it motivates me, and it also, like I said, well, you know, not only will I be able to, but, you know, other people can look back and see, like, damn, look at the, all that progress, you know, throughout the years because everything will be time stamped, date stamped, you know, et cetera. And, you know, I, I, I like to, you know, post. I honestly, it, it kind of sounds sick, but I actually like posting failing and, like, mistakes and in, in, in being, you know, in embarrassment or whatever publicly on social media. Like, like it, it's, I'm sick. Like, I actually like that, but it actually, like, fuels me and it actually, like, motivates me more. And I don't do it to, like... You know what other people's other people think you know i I just like to publicly display that like I just fucked up but watch what I'm about to do and not not to like not like watch like everybody else like to myself like all right like, <laughs> self sabotage <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's
2: that's that's a definition of that I yeah. think
1: but like and honestly like you know someone the other day said like you know man you're you know you're really talented and To be honest, I I really don't consider myself talented per se. You know, I, I think what really separates me from a lot of people that I compete with and things like that is just my sickening, disgusting, relentless work ethic, perseverance, and like No matter what, I always get back up. And I think, again, like I said, ultimately before, you know, that's what, you know, separates the people that end up succeeding and then the ones that don't.
2: Yeah. I like, I used to always let little things just bother me. Like, and I, and I don't know how I got past that, but I'm able to, like, get through a feeling of being insecure or embarrassed about a certain thing that may have happened. And then it would ruin like the rest of my day or week or like the want to even do the thing that I failed at again. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I've definitely gotten to the point where I see, and I think it's because of you, because I see your motivation and the last couple you know, few months, I've definitely seen more motivation in myself just from seeing how hard you like work with staying persistent and, you know, uh, just current in what you're doing and being present in the moment. And, you know, it's just it's definitely teaching me a lot doing this podcast for sure.
1: Are you just saying that?
2: Bro? No, I'm not. You know, I was in like I know man I feel like I'm gonna like try to dive into like a mental health spiel right now but like I was in a really depressive state for like the last week and just like doing a podcast with you like just for like an hour or two it definitely makes my day better for sure oh, yeah
1: S- same here I mean like pe- people don't understand you know especially like what I'm doing right now, like with all the behind the scenes work, like when I'm reaching out to guests and companies and brands and brand deals and, you know, the amount of people that I reach out to every day, you know, I get rejected and told no, literally over a hundred times a day, you know, and and that's fine. But like, you know, to some, to, to some degree, you know, it does take a little bit of toll on you, you know, like, yes, like I've said, you know, previously, I, I kind of am prepared in some ways for, you know, success and fame and all that from just certain life experiences in life. But like, it does take a toll when you get told, you know, in a week by four or 500 people, no, like, it, it like, you know, I, I yeah. you know, it, and like, I, I, I always will believe in what I believe in in my vision and you know all it does is take is that one yes and I understand that I'm not complaining or anything but like people don't understand like it does you know it, it does suck you know suck some energy out of you when you get rejected when you get told no 500 times in a week when you're working you know 18 20 hours a day towards something um, that that's not always you know and i don't let it get get me down or anything but like it, it's a lot to get told, you know, no 500 times a week.
2: <laughs> well, you better get used to it because no, Of course. No, of course. Yeah, this is with, this is nothing. And With your acting, like when you're oh, doing your Yeah, that, yeah. Like That's what's setting this is like preparation for that, i feel. Oh, oh yeah. You know Yeah,
1: definitely. And also just like i said my previous life, you know, experiences you know, especially early on in my life, you know, has also somewhat set me up because I've been rejected and told no and all that my entire life. So like me compared to someone that hasn't, I have an advantage because it doesn't hurt my ego or it doesn't hurt my self-esteem Definitely not as much compared to someone that hasn't gone through, you know, certain life experiences. Um, so somewhat um, kind of uh, equipped to handle it, but it's still a lot, you know, especially when, when you put so much work into it, you know, and I'm definitely getting a lot of yeses and, you know, things are working out. But like, you know, th- there's a lot of work that I don't think people understand that goes on behind the scenes with anything but just particularly this podcast you know um it's a lot it it can be mentally draining um with the amount of work that we have to do that i have to do at times like it it, it's it's a lot and i'm not here to complain or anything you do way more
2: though like you do way more because it's your podcast like i kind of don't really have to do too much behind the she- scenes stuff yet. I, you know, I'm totally f- prepared to when that role comes for me, but like, I don't, you know, I don't know how, how you do it. It's, it's crazy. Like uh, 500 emails a day. Like that's, that's wild. Well, that's well, sp- not,
1: No, not, not 500 emails a day, but I, I, I'm probably between, you know, potential companies or brands that I might want to talk to, to see if, you know, we could work out, you know, a partnership deal or people for interviews and guests. You know, I probably am averaging about like two hundred plus a day, and that's still crazy. And to, like, and that's... to get you know a hundred and you know 150, 175 noes or no replies. I mean, that
2: isn't that like fourteen hundred emails a week. Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not good at math, no, but I it's pretty. Yeah, good math. It's... Yeah. But I think that's, like, over a 1,000
1: emails a week. Oh, it is. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh, I mean, crap. It's, it's not always emails. You know, some are DMs, but it's between DMs and emails. Um, but, yeah, I'm not here to complain. I'm just saying that, like, it's a lot of work. But, like, everything's going to be changing very soon because once, um, you know, we finalize some deals with brand deals and, and um, things like that, I'll be able to hire people to do some of, you know, A lot of the behind the scenes work, stuff that I personally don't have to do, uh, which will alleviate so much stress and give me so much more energy to give you guys a better, better performance and to really, you know, not be like fully drained and tired by the time i have to record this show because i already did like fucking you know six eight hours of work before and then i got to do another five hours of editing and uploading just the podcast then i got to get back to responding to people that got back to me between that time then reach out to more people while promoting you know while thinking of the next like just topics and things like that like it's, it's a lot Um, But that's all going to change because, you know, we're going to have the resources to hire people uh, to do that. So, you know, that will definitely improve the quality of the show and things like that. And of course, like always, you can watch the show on YouTube. You can watch the full episodes, clips behind the scenes, exclusive content right over at YouTube, just type in on air with JT. If you do have a YouTube account, I would greatly appreciate it. If you could please subscribe, uh, hit the notification ring bell, whatever it's called, they call it nowadays, whatever those uh, kids call it nowadays. Um, Clint Clint Eastwood voice from Gran Torino. Um, Yeah, those damn kids. Um, Yeah, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel on air with JT. And of course, like always, my podcast is available on all major streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, and so many more different platforms. I think it's on over different uh, like 17, 18 different platforms, and I think we're currently in now 19 countries. Um, and yeah, and of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, a company, someone with a product or a service, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, uh, my mental health awareness podcast that I'm launching with Maddie very, very, very soon, uh, probably yeah. probably within the next like couple of weeks, to be honest. And the, my social media marketing agency is relaunching, rebranding. We have the podcast Media Network launching soon, the online radio station launching very soon, a couple other podcasts. So if you're interested in advertising, serious inquiries only, please send me an email at onairwithjt at gmail.com. That's onairwithjt at gmail.com. Uh, of course, you can follow me on social media, I'm everywhere, but I'm mainly on my instagram uh, my main one my personal page which is justin thomas insta but all of that and all of my links to my social media to watch the show to listen to the show to get in contact with me is all at onairwithjt.com. once again that's on air with maddie where can people follow you and check out your great content
2: you can check out my content by going to Instagram. Uh I'm Madeline M A D A L Y N N underscore Haley H A L E Y. And on Facebook, I'm Madeline Haley Marquez. And the Madeline with the Facebook is one N. So M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y-M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z. And for TikTok and YouTube, it's lazy eye 16. I make some reels and just post content about my life, um, my my chronic illness, living free with a chronic illness, and uh, just like the struggles of of daily life, you know, for everyday people.
1: Yeah, definitely go give Maddie a follow. She puts out really good content. Uh, definitely go give her a follow right now, or we're gonna have a problem. Oh shit. JT way. <laughs> Oh
2: just wow! Like, okay. Got all uh, gangster with now. <laughs> I, lo-
1: I I love how the freshman by the verb pipe is now like going viral with the sound on TikTok. You know, and it happened right after my interview with Brian. You know, the lead singer, and I just talked Uh-oh. to him. You know, personally, and he confirmed that, like, yeah, it wasn't doing that before the interview. So like, That's so why I'm responsible for going viral, but I'm not getting any credit whatsoever.
2: <laughs> that algorithm though, like, what the fuck? So I just
1: someone heard the the interview and decided to come up with that idea. So I guess shout out to you. You, you beat me at my own game.
2: Now now it's like, do no, I I'm make a kidding. reel to yeah. it? Do I not make a reel to it? Like. I don't know.
1: No, I, I had a great time talking to him. It's just, it's, it's awesome because, you know, I discovered that song and his music when I was like a kid in, in my generation. And now I'm seeing on TikTok, like, you know, the, the new generation hearing that music for the first time. And it's a cool thing because you see that like, you know, great music never dies.
2: It's full circle. It it really is. I seen these two girls walking down the street today, and they look like they're straight from the '80s.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I always say, like, people don't understand. Fashion is a fucking cycle. Like clothing, fashion, like trends and everything. It's a cycle. If you look, if you really look back, you know, to different eras and things like that, it's all a cycle.
2: Everything just circles back around. Music, clothes, everything. Sorry about that background noise. I don't know if anyone can hear it, but that was my kid.
1: I feel like that's what, like, every cheating wife says.
2: Oh, shit, what? <laughs> <I'm just
1: kidding. laughs> Wait, what? Now I'm a cheating wife? No, not you. I'm, like, like just like that. Wait, like, I'm not even a wife. I, I, I know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the point. Like, I, but, like Like, the joke is, like, like, that is, like, a typical, like, excuse, I feel like, some some people would use. <laughs> it's just the TV.
2: It's just the TV. There's <laughs> nobody here. I... <laughs> <laughs> not,
1: not, not you, specifically, but I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> it, <laughs>
1: do, it do be like that. You know, I was, li- I was I was listening to that song, It'd Be Like That, by, like, Kane Brown and, like, Sway and Khalid, I believe, and, like... I, I can't and as a music nerd and buff I I don't know how to categorize that specific song in terms of genre. I know, it's, I, it, I, know I know it's a mix, but
2: it's uh, like pop. It's fucking pop. I don't care what anyone says. Half of the shit that people are calling like rap right now is pop, and and I'm not course, okay with any yeah, calling. Yeah, of
1: it's course, rap. it's not hip hop.
2: so I saw this reel the There's other the day.
1: Difference between rap and hip hop. Oh, for sure, And then for there's sure. A, there's a huge difference between rap, hip hop, and mainstream rap.
2: Yeah, definitely is. There's definitely That's a huge difference.
1: People diff- don't understand.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think I was even confused, you know, of you know, when I was like a teenager and stuff like that with with genres of music, and it's weird because was it, of was
1: it that one time at Bandcamp? camp.
2: It was. Oh. You were right. It was that one time at band camp. You know I did go to band camp? Oh no. I actually right. went to band
1: camp. Get the fuck out of here.
2: Nope. I'm fucking serious, but
1: did, please, I didn't please don't please tell me it wasn't the trombone.
2: Ah, oh, damn it. You know what? I was actually in color guard. <laughs>
1: I, I, like, I don't know what that means.
2: Color guard? You don't know what that is? No, I'm naive to that. God damn it. It's the it's the girls at the, or or men at the um football field when they go down and they dance with like the flags and stuff and they throw them up in the air. Oh, and yeah, okay. Sometimes right. they hit themselves yeah. in the face with them and give themselves a bloody nose. Yeah, I went to band camp for, I think about like, I don't know, because we practice with the band. You know what I mean? So you have to be there. But I think I went for about three days. I hit myself in the nose and then I think, I just stopped going. That's what happened. Yeah, it, it was in high school. It was fun. Great. Great stories. I have about three stories for the three days that I was there.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Damn, I didn't know you went to band camp. That explains yeah. a lot.
2: I know. I, I was also in choir, poetry club, uh, as, and then I took poetry, a club, and creative writing as an elective. I pretty much was a dork, and that's okay. That's I, fine. I think-
1: There's nothing wrong with that, and that's not being a dork. And I think one thing why I'm so excited to interview Sam, you know, is just the fact that like I started writing poetry in music literally when I was in third grade. Like I have vivid memories. Like what I was like what nine ten years old. Like (laughs) fucking twenty years (laughs) ago. Like
2: so emotional uh, sitting there like with in our rooms just like with our pens like. my life today after i got done recess like that's what i'm thinking like i, know, like, I, had, I, had, I had like i had I like, had that,
1: like that, that the throwback like that black and white notebook
2: oh shit The, the was it called the co- uh composition book yeah, the composition like the book black, yeah yep mm-hmm. the marble front yep
1: <laughs> I, I was like a little fucking slim shady in that bitch just like fucking nine years old just fucking and I was, it was, it, was more, it was horrible but still just the fact I was nine or ten writing poetry and music like to yeah look, to that's look back is, is kind of crazy you know
2: no I don't regret any of it though and like I'm I don't sure. regret being a dork I, because it got me it got me somewhere I think
1: yeah and I I, I love I love writing music and poetry to this day you know even though I, I started literally in third grade when I was nine or ten years old, like I love writing poetry, um, and that's one thing a lot of people don't don't know about me. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty not the I'm not gonna be here and be like I'm a, I'm good or like great at poetry, but I'm pretty decent and. Uh, I mean, I guess that's because I've been doing it on and off for, you know, 20 plus years.
2: Um, I, I, you know, it's so funny when you say that you you don't think you're talented. Like, it just makes me want to... I honestly
1: don't consider myself that talented. Like, am I, am I like the worst? No. Am I, am I the best? Hell no. But I think what really... Especially like all of these uh, quote unquote achievements and things that I'm doing recently, I think w- really separates me is my disgusting, just fucking sickening work ethic.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think you have like this sickening confidence as well that helps you out with that. No, I do. And it's I'm-
1: the it's the Kanye in me.
2: It is the Kanye
1: in you, like, and again, not not the anti you know, Semitic or like hateful you know, crazy yeah. bullshit that he, he spews, but like, just in terms of like the visionary and, and, and I I don't know, I know and I know that's still gonna come off as conceited to people, and that's fine, um, but that's just who I am. That that's that's who I am, and you know, you know, I I do want to say, you know. I posted this to Facebook, but then I ended up, like, deleting it because I wanted to, like, really talk about it in the podcast and make a reel about it. But, like, you know, when I post these, like, things on Facebook or social media or whatever on my podcast about, like, oh, I just, like, got in contact with this person, like, can't believe it, or, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, not only am, am I doing it because, you know, I'm proud of myself, but, like, I'm also trying to show some people that are willing to, watch or be open-minded enough you know the blueprint and like somewhat of the recipe you know of of doing this because you know you look back to and listen to the podcast episodes of season 13 last year when I came back from a hiatus I predicted all the shit you know a lot of shit that's happening you know within the last month you know last two months you know I, I, I said this shit would you know happen and
2: it's so crazy because you really you really did though like i and and i know because i went through a lot of your old podcasts you know from a from a couple years ago and and last year and you you do know I, i don't know how you know you predicted the super bowl you predicted so many things countless things and and you also predicted something else that that uh It didn't come true yet, but now I'm fucking scared that it is because you said that I was gonna like you know have another baby soon, and I am afraid for that one. I don't. I shit, man. I don't know, but you know, you know, there's there's responsible ways. Like I'm, you know, I I know what to do to to make that not happen. So
1: yeah, but like again, like when I post these things on Facebook or talk about it on my podcast. I'm I'm also doing it to sh- again to reiter- reiterate myself. I'm doing it to show you the blueprint, the recipe like hey, if I, if I can do it, then you can do it. Like it's, you know, a combination of different factors between hard work and I mean hard work with the additions to, of the beauty of the law of attraction speaking things into existence you know positive affirmations manifest manifestation all of that will equate equate i can't even talk equate to amazing things things that will even fucking surprise your yourself like some of these things i I, i'm even getting surprised and i and i already know to a certain degree like of what i'm capable of doing and achieving it in this life and like some of the shit even catches me off guard at times. Um, it's, it's,
2: it's like, like I said on the previous podcast, like every time you message me and you're like, I, I think I got another interview or I have a potential lead for a brand. It's just like, it's just like exciting. And then no one else is exciting. I was thinking about earlier. Like every time you talk about like the new things that are coming up, like, you know, the mental health podcast and like all the other podcasts that are coming out and your media company. Like, it's just so exciting when I hear that. It's like I go to ants up when you do that spiel.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's because creative people and, you know, business minded people and people like that, you know, just have a different kind of mindset and things like that, you know, for certain people hits that dopamine and serotonin differently.
2: Yeah. I get a rush from, from weird things yeah, in my yeah, old age. Yeah,
1: I get a huge ad- adrenaline rush when I get, you know, when I, when I get confirmation for interviews, especially from people that like I, I'm, I'm fans of, like I posted that video of Diddy, you know, going crazy. Like, uh, like that's literally dead ass me you know, when I get it. And I find out that I get, I got an interview interview with someone that I'm a fan of and like support, um, that, that never gets old. And, uh, you know, I I can't wait to for the future of, you know, people that I'm going to interview and, and things like that. Um, you know, I do also want to say, um, you know, let's see, hold on. There was a few things that I wrote down. Uh, yeah. Crazy, crazy ass moment. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much, but, you know, obviously we're talking about Kanye and, you know, that documentary, you know, documentary series on Netflix, you know, Yeezus, uh, you know, was a masterpiece. And the fact that, you know, I, s- I go on my Instagram and, and I see that Cootie followed me, you know, this is the man is responsible the mastermind behind it the trilogy you know this, this is the guy that was with kanye at the beginning and seen everything unfold you know and document it. like you know and he's also done amazing other things 30 for 30 he's done things for bet and you know he, he's an emmy you know nominated director and you know that, that was such a cool interaction to be able to have the opportunity to talk to him and, and hopefully there'll be an interview in the works. But, um, yeah, it, it, that was very surreal for me because like, that's just fucking crazy to me. <laughs>
2: yeah. That that's it. I mean, every guest is, is special obviously, but you know, someone that, almost everyone you know would would know something i I mean i feel like everyone that you talk to lately has been things that everyday people know and are household names so i don't really know what i'm talking about but cootie is is a really cool dude and it's awesome that you got the chance to to speak to him for sure and i know that the interview will definitely happen one day
1: oh yeah i hope so i mean he's a legend you know i have nothing but respect you know, to him. not And, and not and like I told him, I'm not just a fan of, you know, the yay doc, you know, like I've seen and watched his other work, you know, he's a brilliant man. Um, so, you know, I, I honestly can't wait to see future projects from him. I think he uh, definitely, you know, will come out with some crazy, you know, projects in the future. You know, I'm predicting it now. And I honestly, you know, haven't had that conversation with him. I have no idea what he's working on. But I just have a feeling that, you know, he's, you know, has a lot to bring to the world and to film, you know. Just like how I talked about Kenya Barris, you know, for ye- you know the past, <coughs> excuse me, you know, for the past couple of years, I've been talking about Kenya Barris you know, how I, I compare him, you know, he's kind of like the white, you know, Larry David in a certain way, you know, in terms of like sense of humor and things like that. Um, Kenny Barris is a fucking genius. And, you know, I, I, I said even last year before, you know, that the movie that just came out with him and, you know, Lauren London and, um, uh, Eddie Murphy, um, what is it? You people, um, you know, before that was even announced. And, and I said, like, you be on the lookout. Like, he, he's going to come up with, like, really, like, funny, like, like, he Kenya Barris will go down as one of the, like, all-time greats. Like, what we've seen from him na- just as of now is nothing of what he's going to accomplish in his career. Uh, you know, and people, he, he's so ahead of his time. Kenya Barris is so ahead of his time. And um the fact that you know he had like four or five TV shows on network television. Yes, yeah, I love
2: I love that show, Blackish. Yeah. Oh my all, god. All the shows like Blackish, it, Grownish, that, you know. I, I, ha, have yeah. you
1: seen Black as Fuck on Netflix?
2: No, I I, I, I have I, to I check I, that I out. I
1: need you to. Like it it's, <laughs> it it's you know you know Rashida Jones.
2: Rashida Jones. Yes, of course. Yeah,
1: the very pretty woman. She was also in the office. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah I love her. She, she's in it oh, as well. It's scary. so fucking. Yeah, I don't know. If you, I like have, anything have, with have her. Have you ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm?
2: Yes, but I'm not like a. I'm not like an adamant fan. Like I, you you I, I
1: like. like have, but have you seen like a full episode of it?
2: Mm, probably not. No, that's but you, so but sad. You're, to but say.
1: you're not a fan of like the humor in it.
2: Of course, no, no, it's just that, like, I just haven't watched it. Like, I know it's the dude from, uh, what is it? Is, is yeah, it the dude he, from he, Seinfeld? He
1: created, he co-created with Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld. And and, and George, you know, um, uh, Jason Alexander, the actor, you know, the, the little short, chubby guy that was on, you know, uh, Seinfeld. Like, His character was based on Larry David's life. In, yeah in, in stories yeah. to a certain degree
2: that's so crazy it's like i have i worth, like, I, I love worth,
1: like, almost a billion dollars
2: jesus it's fucking crazy oh man a billion dollars one billion
1: dollars and now
2: it's it was one million but now yeah. i feel like if that movie was made today he'd be saying one billion
1: dollars <laughs> exactly. but uh you know Like I said last year, and unfortunately, because my Facebook account, my old one got deleted because, you know, Facebook is on some some bullshit, you know, um, I just want to publicly state again and and also let you guys know, and hopefully you guys will check out some really good music, you know, there's a lot of artists that are going to have breakout years this year, but there's, there's three artists that, in particular, that... I know that are going to have a breakout year this year and especially next year, you know, and one is Ty Verdez. Go check them out. Say it again. Ty Verdez. Another one, cautious clay. And the third one is a band. um, And their name is Dury. you got to go check all three of them out um they are so talented and they're already like doing their thing but they're going to you know be on your radio very soon like sooner than you think and like i'm i'm like just predicting i'm, I'm predicting you know, i want to make this, this prediction on the show and you know because i i've made so many accurate predictions before you know again I, I don't want to talk about it too much, but just the Jack Harlow back in 2018, you know, Coyle Ray, Portugal, the man, you know, uh, Pete Davidson, Lauren Daigle, 24K Golden, Bozzy. Uh, and th- there's a few more, but like, you know, you know, I
2: can't even like now that you and David said it on a previous podcast episode that Coyle Ray looks like an alien. Every time I watch her now, I'm like, damn, is she a real person? But I know she is because, you know, like her peoples or whatever. But I just, I now I just can't unsee it that she,
1: she looks she like. Still look good for, for some reason to me.
2: No, like I, I, oh, yeah, she does. I'm just saying, like now I'm attracted to aliens. Like I, it's crazy. It's like, you know, it's like
1: Doja Cat.
2: Yeah, but the good thing is with being pansexual. Doja, Doja Cat you is fine. You can like anything. You know, I could even like a tree if I wanted to. But Doja Cat, nah, she scares oh, you, you, me. She scares
1: you're, me. You're, I you're pansexual? Yes. I, I'm a little naive. So what what does that fully mean?
2: It really just means that um like I just look at people for as people and I don't not that I don't see gender, it's just that I just don't care about gender. Um and I don't care about really like age or Anything like that, I just kind of find my energy and vibes within the person. Um, so it doesn't, the, you know, specifically matter. But a lot of people like to like call like pansexuals tree huggers, but that that's not true. Like I, you know, Wait, I don't so want to. You're,
1: re- you're attracted to you can be attracted to a, a woman as well.
2: Yeah, anything or any, you know, oh, a, oh, any okay. anybody.
1: I, oh, I see. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Like it's just not being discriminative and it has a lot to do with just being in, in touch with the spirit of the of the universe and just you know, just living your life with vibes. It's more of like an emotional attraction that you have towards the person rather than the physical attraction that I have towards the person. Um, like people that are pansexual typically don't have that much of a type, like, and I, I don't really have a type for people, but I typically would never usually, like, date somebody because of their looks, like, that's, that's not really going to be why I'm dating somebody, and, like, if I want to, you know, just have, like, relations in a way not actual like uh relationship then it really doesn't matter for for anything and sometimes i will be i did not with, have
1: sexual relations with that woman didn't have sexual
2: relations with that woman but <laughs> nah i could have though <laughs> that's
1: what she said literally that's what she said yeah i didn't mean to cut you off but i just had to say that classic claim <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's just a uh, it's it just a. Sorry about that background noise, um, but yeah, I had it's just a thing that I was looking up, you know, se- things with sexuality and 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 all that, and it, and it just made the the most um, it just made the most sense to me. And like people associate uh, pansexual with with uh, polysexual. Technically, it would be like polysexual, but it's it's a different thing. It's it's not exactly like that, but it's um. Yeah, it's, it, kind this of- is,
1: it's a it's a lot. Of, a lot of it is kind of foreign to me, but I, 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 <laughs> like I, I just I, like I, bitches. I, like like <laughs> no, but no, but I, I'm an ally. I, I I fully support anybody that wants to be whoever they want to be. That makes them happy and like or love whoever they want to be or whoever. I, I'm all for that. I have nothing against that. I'm, In I am support that. I, I honestly, I, I think everyone should be able to love whoever they want and, and be whoever they want. Um, I'm exactly. just, I'm just personally, you know, a little, I don't know everything just because I'm a s- straight male. And I, I just, you know, I've had, you know, friends, um, that, you know, weren't straight, but, still you you don't fully know everything about you know different um yeah the lgbt communities and and cultures and and just like yeah just because i I personally just have. that's another club i was in in
2: high school and college the lgbt club we had that in our school and it, it was really cool but what I was gonna say was like, you know, I always thought before, like when I was in middle school, I didn't want to admit it that I liked girls, but I did. And then in high school I ended up thinking that I was gonna completely just be lesbian for the rest of my life because I dated girls primarily in high school and then college did the same thing and and then, you know, I ended up just realizing that I don't have to, uh, choose <laughs> which one I, which one I want. And, and, you know, obviously I'm with a man now, uh, I have a child and everything like that. So I don't see my future ever having another woman in it. Um, which, I mean, maybe for fun, but <laughs> JK, just, that was a joke, but, um, no, yeah. but it, no, it wasn't. <laughs> do,
1: do you want to hear an actual, like r- really funny story that isn't a joke, but it also kind of is? Of course. So my, I have a family member. I I don't want to like expose her name or anything. Um, But she was the first person to come out in the family. Um, And, you know, the the first, um, you know, person that um, she, she's uh, attracted to other women. And, there's nothing wrong with that but my my grandmother you know is extremely 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 religious you know she she's catholic like she she was a nun she was a nun you know before like she got out of it like actually yeah like that like that like actually your grandmother she was a nun yeah and then when then when she got out like she taught at a catholic school for like 20 you know 30 years like i like how you said get out like yeah. like
2: she got out of jail like <laughs> i don't know that's crazy man i didn't yeah. even know that yeah, that's so insane.
1: so so just and and she she's like my grandmother is, like is she doesn't like hate anybody she 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 she's like literally you know like mother Teresa. like 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 this is a joke, but like she would still like try and find the good in like the most evil p- people that have lived, and I don't want to name names, but like, not like that, like not and not like say like oh that person didn't like like do bad things, but like that's just who she is. Like she's just like a, a saint, you know, like li- like literally, like like she would do anything for anybody and so would my grandfather but like it's just so funny because they're so religious and catholic and when they found out that you know my you know a family member was gonna marry another woman you know she she went to she went to the church and she had to you know find time to speak with the, the priest or the father and she wanted to like get permission that it's okay for her to go to the wedding
2: What? See, wait. You said she's Catholic or 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 Christian. Catholic. Oh wow, that's so crazy. I. That's. I mean, it's so. It's sweet. You know. It's just like. Just shows like. It's, how it's
1: different the, the generation just how yeah like how different yeah. the generations she, are she's, like all it. she's she's not she's not like homophobic or anything like that no but, but she just like, thought but, she like might like go that, to hell if she goes to the west. That, yeah that's just her mindset because wow. how she grew up and then she, being a nun and being a catholic school teacher and you know that, that it's just crazy to think about like people's other people's like mindsets and, and things like that just over generations and things like that. Um, I gotta
2: come up with a with like a funny, not rude joke about your grandparents because it's it's like your grandmother was a nun and your your grandfather was a judge. So it's like there has to well, be he, a punchline. Yeah, he,
1: he was an he, he was an attorney, and then became yeah the the youngest. Uh, yeah, it the works, young, right? Youngest federal judge for. Uh, the department of justice in new england
2: yeah that's there's there's a punchline in there somewhere like it's it's so crazy and and the story's really cute but that sounds like a joke like i've i've heard somewhere like a judge and a nun do you, do you it,
1: wanna, i i don't want to i can't expose too much but you want to hear one more funny story before we wrap it up and then this, 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 this will make you think of one person so long story short towards the end of his career You know, he obviously was getting older, but with his work ethic, because, you know, mind you, my grandfather came from, you know, his parents came literally off the boat from Italy with nothing. And like, you know, he he was the first person to get a a college degree, to go to college, to get a degree, then to get, you know, two law degrees, which is fucking common um, from, you know, Boston College and Georgetown, which are fucking, you know, Really hard schools to get into, Um, and you know, for him to do all that, you know, damn, what what was my whole point that I was trying to get? The joke, it was a joke. Damn, I'm so. Or
2: something really funny. You lost your train of thought. I
1: did, I did. That's the ADHD in me.
2: Choo choo, JT. I I got to think of it. I got
1: to think of it now. Oh, shit. Oh no.
2: I was stuck on the fact that he has two law degrees. Like, what are the different law
1: degrees? He he just was like, "Fuck it, I'm a, I'm gonna get two law degrees."
2: Oh, like both the same ones, or? Um,
1: I don't yeah, know how that works,
2: but yeah, Let, let's, let's let's pass this. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I
1: gotta, I gotta, I gotta. It has to come back to me. I can't move on until I figure out. Seriously oh shit. Uh, no because no, you mentioned something and then I, I i what did i i start what did i s- start saying
2: the the nun joke i was the nun and the and the judge joke that's what i was that's the only thing i thought of oh shit uh damn well whatever you just jt'd yourself i know
1: seriously I was like <laughs> a full... oh jt get your shit
2: together now you're like, I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know what year it is. I'm just all all frazzled now.
1: Uh, oh, man, that's that's too funny. But, uh, yeah, I honestly think, you know, before we wrap it up, you know, I, I got to say, you know, there, there there's going to be <laughs> – why are you laughing? <laughs> Long-ass pause. <laughs> I was like, what? Actually, that's actually one thing you, you do in radio and broadcasting. It actually increases the attention when you start talking, when you do some long pauses.
2: You know, I thought that because I was listening back to, to the last episode that we recorded. And I was like, I want, uh, why, why do you stop talking? Like, could, say it, say it. Like, it was, And I'm on the podcast. Like, It makes no sense. I'm like, I, I was there. I know what he said. <laughs> and I still wanted you to say it. So it worked.
1: It did. Um, I actually seen this quote. It's like one of these visionary quotes and I'm still trying to find it. I I unfortunately lost it and I didn't screenshot it. But it was something along the lines of like some visionaries, like when they do things and then people ask them, how did you you do it? The, the, The visionary or the person is like, I don't know, it just it just happened like. And that like it sums up a lot of things that I do. Like, there's so many things that I do that I I don't do intentionally. And then you you'll <laughs> like you'll like mess me like that was like well, that was kind of smart or like that was, that was that was that was that was good. Like, I didn't even me- mean to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fucking genius. No, okay, I'm far I'm, like I'm far from being a genius. Um, no, I'm far from being a genius. Am I intelligent and smart? Yes. You know, am I an idiot? No. I- am I a genius? <laughs> no, no. Um, am I am I very intelligent in certain aspects of life? Yes. Um, but I would never consider myself a genius. Uh, yeah, I, no. I don't. I can't. I, I, <laughs> I, I, that, that's too. You know. No, you know, maybe, maybe one day with acting, um, in terms of my acting style. Um,
2: I think you're really good at marketing. Um, and maybe because you feel like you haven't gotten to the level of success that you want right now, that you aren't a genius at marketing and, or, or anything with social media. And, and in my opinion, I think there's a little bit of genius in there with, with you, with, with that. So, you know, everyone has that one thing or maybe two things that they're really, really good at. And I think you said this the other day, I, I like somebody said, like, just, just, you know, perfect your, your craft and, and do, do what you're good at and you'll be amazing at that. And you won't really need to do anything else because You're doing what you love and you're good at it. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, telling yourself that you're a genius or, you know, perfect in in one aspect of your life because as humans, we criticize ourselves so much. So, you know, we're allowed to have that confidence sometimes, I think, especially when we're actually said thing.
1: No, you got a point. Like, no, like if we're being honest, you know, at times (laughs) – there is that little Kanye in me where, yeah, I, I do feel like I, I'm, a, I'm a genius in certain things. But like I don't I would never, ever say that I'm the smartest man on in the world or smartest person or far from it, you know, um, especially, you know, you know, in terms of like paper on book, you know, education Um, but I I think a a lot of it gives me an advantage of just life experiences, things that I've went through and, you know, the amount of wisdom and things that I've obtained, you know, at at earlier age than most people usually obtain it, gives me somewhat of an advantage as well. Um, Did Rihanna go to college? I did. Don't believe so, but I believe she might have gotten an honorary
2: degree. Did Kanye go to college?
1: Um, I think he dro- I think he dropped out because the college dropout.
2: Um, but they're geniuses, and you know uh, they, yeah, they don't have Steve, a degree. Steve
1: Jobs dropped out. Bill. Gates, yeah, Bill like Gates, I, I, was Bill gonna Gates, say Steve Bill Jobs. Gates, Bill Gates dropped out.
2: Fucking see, Jobs, that's why Jobs. I don't Mark, understand it. Mark
1: Zuckerberg dropped out. I, I like I know to, we I need Jeff, doctors and stuff Bezos like that. The but Amazon didn't even finish college.
2: People put so much pressure on 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 people going to college. Uh, and it does do a lot of good things. like obviously, we need people to go to college because we need doctors and lawyers and all that shit. but there's obvious ways that you can be successful without college. And, and I don't mean like a trade school. I mean, just, you know, anything that you could put your mind to it. And then, and, you know, that's, that's definitely my opinion. And, um, not everyone thinks that because a lot of people pressure their kids to go to college. And I know like Joe Coy, um, he, his parents, like, I mean, he said this in one of his bits. He, he, I don't he, know he if it's true. That,
1: he fumbled that bag with Chelsea. Yeah, so I don't she, care. He's so funny. You don't like her.
2: No, she. I. You don't think she's I, funny. I do think she's funny, but I don't you like got, her. But
1: you got to give her her respect for. She's, Not that she, I don't she, like her smart. as a person. She's smart and funny. You got to You got She's in. She's very intelligent.
2: I don't know what's what's wrong with her. I don't know why. Is it
1: her personality? Because that might. I do like. I think that's what rubs some people.
2: It, it might be the. It might be the way that she when she. <laughs> It's so fucked up because I don't have the room to be critical at all. Oh, wait, she but
1: the other people,
2: no, just like just like her face, just oh. it's just her face when she talks. That's all. Like not that she's ugly, she's
1: beautiful. Do you but the, the I just time fifty cent like they dated, but like he was like hitting on <laughs> her like when she was on uh, was it Chelsea lately or whatever. Yeah,
2: and I mean. Chelsea. I don't know, but I was saying about Joe Coy with like his his parents. I his he was saying like his parents would pressured him or whatever to go to college, and then they thought his career wasn't shit just because he's not a doctor or a lawyer. And he's like, look at me, I'm I'm up here on stage, and it's still not good enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Now you're good. I think uh, background
2: noise today is ridiculous on my end. I'm so I'm, sorry. I'm
1: gonna let it pass this one time, Addy.
2: You, you know you should really uh let it pass just one more time because i feel like i need just a little bit more room for error just kidding
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what, you know what I'll, I'll give you one more chance all right cool fuck
2: it.
1: <laughs> you're not fired <laughs> just
2: kidding. oh man i don't know what i would do i would i just don't know just what just i would kidding. do
1: um yeah but we're gonna wrap <laughs> up today's show we got uh A lot of podcast episodes coming this week. We have a lot of interviews, a lot of behind-the-scenes work, so much stuff, and I can't wait for you guys to see it, check it out, and experience it. Like always, you can watch the show on YouTube, listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I know a lot of people that listen to the show listen on the Apple Podcast app, the Purple Podcast app on your iPhone. If you do and you support the show, if you could do us one- I would greatly appreciate it. It will take you less than 30 seconds. Go to the app, type in On Air with JT, click on it, uh, scroll all the way down. You can rate the show one out of five, rate it whatever you would like. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you ever need to get in contact with me or the show, onairwithjt at gmail.com. All business owners, brands, companies, anyone with a product or a service, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, send me an email at onairwithjt@gmail.com. at gmail.com. All of my social medias and everything that I just mentioned is right over at onairwithjt.com. That's onairwithjt.com. Maddie, where can people follow you one more time?
2: You can follow me on Instagram at M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-N underscore H-A-L-E-Y. That's Madeline H- underscore Haley. And for Facebook, it's just type in Madeline Haley Marquez. Uh, and that's one end for Facebook. I know it's confusing. I got to change it. And uh, TikTok and YouTube is both LazyEye16. Follow um, me for some cool reels.
1: Definitely. Definitely go give Maddie a follow. All right, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, see you the motherfucking JT way. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course, as you know, my name is Justin Thomas, but you can call me JT. And again, thank you so much for all of your support. I really, really do appreciate it. You can listen to this show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just head over to onairwithjt.com and all of my links and platforms are there. You can also watch the full episodes and clips behind-the-scenes exclusive content at my YouTube channel just type in on air with JT just head over to on with and everything is right there and of course if you are a business owner a brand a company and you're interested in advertising on this podcast my social media platforms and my new podcasts that are launching this year then send me an email of course serious inquiries only you can email me at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir. You
0: are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com caution. You are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. You are listening to On Air with JT, pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com.